Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, my friends, I want to let you all know that my very first book, The Path of an Eagle How to Overcome and Lead, after being knocked down is now available for pre-order. I'll make sure the link is available in the show notes below. All right, my friends, let's do the show. There is a story for everyone here because every story matters. Welcome everyone to the Storybooks. This is the place to be if you are a lover of stories, learning new and interesting things, and if you want to grow abundantly. My name is Jay Phantom, and I believe it's my purpose to help you realize your worth and become the greatest and best version of you possible. I am grateful that you're here today. Now let's journey into the story box together and hear more about whose story will be unboxed today. Are you seeking to embrace more abundance and love into your being, but finding it hard to do it in the noise and muck of daily life? My guest today is the wonderful Danette May. Now, for those of you that don't know who she is, she's an incredible human being, and this conversation actually took place last year. Once again, we're going into the vault uh, of the story box and releasing some of the older conversations that I want to bring to the forefront for you guys today. But Danette, driven by passion and a powerful calling to serve Mother Earth and humanity, Danette May inspires people around the world to step into their true and full expression of themselves. Her coaching products and programs have transformed the lives of millions of people around the world, allowing them to live their happiest and healthiest lives. She's also the co-founder and CCO of Mindful Health and Earth Echo Foods. She's a best-selling author of The Rise and Embrace Abundance, founder of the Rise Movement. She's a keynote speaker too, high-level executive, coach, fitness and nutrition expert, entrepreneur, wife, and mother too. And she has a new book out called Embrace Abundance, a proven path to better health, more wealth, and deeply fulfilling relationships, which came out in September 14th of last year, which I encourage you guys, if you are interested, to go and get a copy of that book. I'll make sure the links for it will be in the show notes below. And if you guys get something from this conversation, which I have no doubt that you will, please share it around to all your friends and your family. Let everyone know about this one. Also, don't forget, my friends, that my very first book, The Path of an Eagle, is available now for pre-order. It is just around the corner from launching into the world. 
I am enormously excited for you guys to actually get this book in your hands, but I would greatly appreciate each and every one of you if you could pre-order a copy of it. If you want to wait until the book actually goes live and is out there in the world, then by all means do that too. But if you pre-order now uh, and the more people that do pre-order, the less in terms of price it goes down. And if you pre-order, there's a price beat guarantee as well on there. So it means you can get the book cheaper if that if that is uh, what you guys want, which I think everyone wants that too, doesn't it? That, don't they? Uh, anyway, my friends, you know what time it is. It is time to journey with me into this story box as we listen to the incredible wisdom, the advice, and the stories of none other than Danette May. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a real honor to have you here. Um, thank you for making the time. Before we dive into your backstory and how you got started doing all this amazing stuff, I have one question that I love asking all my guests, which is what does success look like to you? Oh, that's, I, I like this question and it's something that I'm going to wrap it up because something that's been on my mind is this idea of 360 degree abundance and it's taking the idea of wealth abundance or even relationship abundance a little bit further because to me, success and 360 degree abundance is the same. Um, having, you know, all these areas of your life um, really in alignment. So whether that's your relationships, your health, your finances, your purpose, your time for yourself, your spiritual time, your growth, um, all of that and your give back are all impactful to the whole being. And so to me, me really focusing on a little bit of everything and not just one area of my life creates success. When was the moment for you that you sort of realized that this whole 360 aspect on your health was your version of success? Was it like this gradual thing over time that you sort of realized it or was there a catalyst moment somewhere? Well, I do remember um, being at an event I was speaking at. It was called A-Fest. I'm not sure if you're familiar with A-Fest. It's an entrepreneurial get together, like mastermind event that happens every year. And, and there were some speakers that were talking about these different 12 areas of your life. And I was like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm doing really well in business and my purpose. I'm doing really well in my health. I have some great relationships, but I'm like, man, I need even more relationships around friendship, around um, hanging out with people and doing things for fun. And where am I having fun? And so that's when I really started thinking about all the different areas of my life that truly create success, where you're less stressed, you're having fun versus just always staying in the purpose and the passion or the finances, but really going in, in the broad sense of everything. And that's when it started shifting for me and I started really recreating my whole life. And that's when things got really exciting. I can imagine. I have two questions coming from that that I'm curious about. The first one is, I guess, leaning towards how us as human beings, we can create this whole 360 version of health for ourselves. the best way that you've found to do that. And then the second question is, have you ever struggled with burnout? <laughs> so, okay. So the first question is like, how do you start creating this? Is that what you mean? Basically, yes. How do you start creating this whole 360 healthy okay. lifestyle? This is what I do every single year is I take two to three days. Now, this is going to be the best two to three days that you could schedule for yourself, but you want to find yourself in a really comforting place. For others that 
that might be your home. Like for me, it's my home, fireplace going, candles lit. I have the best food, the best kombucha. You're really setting up your scene to be in an environment that's really inspiring. Maybe you go to a hotel that's really inspiring to you. Wherever you go, you're going to plunk down for two to three days. You could probably do it in two days. And you're going to take um, and write out. So you're going to have the, the relationship quadrant, relationship with yourself, relationship with a significant other. If you have children, put it in there friendships and external family. Then you're going to write a section on health. You're going to have a section on finances. You're going to have a section on give back, which is legacy. You're going to have a section on spiritual, like growth, like things that you're doing for personal growth, right? In your own spiritual time. I already said health, right? A bit purpose. So what is your career, your purpose? And then you're going to be in really big detail. Like what did your biggest audacious, like in your perfect reality, what is all of those, does that look like in all of those areas? So that's why it takes some time because you're not just writing really broad, you're really writing specifics like for finances, what does your house look like? What are the, what is the car you're driving? Um, friendships, what are you doing with these people for good times? What are you doing to have good times? You're going to restaurants, you're going to concerts, you're traveling, where are you traveling to? How are you traveling there? Is it first class? Is it private jet? Like you're really getting really, really clear. And then once you've written it all out, you're going to, if you have somebody that you trust, you would share this and ask them to be a holder of it, intention holder of it. And then every single day, I put this in my journal. Sometimes I laminate them, depending on the year. And then I read it every single morning. And what this does is it triggers the mind to move in that direction. I've watched year after year as these things are unfolding. So you can get really specific in business. You can get really specific in relationships, your health, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's the first thing that I do. And then do I ever experience burnout? <laughs> so I've learned really, okay, so I would say most people are like, Danette, when are you going to burn out? What's your exit strategy? And for me, I know I'm at this for a long time because I love what I do. So the first thing is make sure you love what you do. And like, for me, I get excited about everything I get to do. But I've also noticed that I can ex experience burnout like I'm noticing about once a quarter, but you have to understand I'm running three big businesses now. Before it was just one business. Now it's three. So what I do personally is I go somewhere really inspiring. I love to travel. That's what fills my cup. It's not for everybody. So you have to find your thing, but I like to go somewhere for two to three days. And that's all it takes for me to eat new foods, to see new culture, to just drop in, get body work, do healing work, whatever. And once a quarter, and I'm like back and running. <laughs> so that's, that's what I do. That's uh, really fascinating. I've actually got quite a few questions coming from the, that answer. Uh, I'll start <laughs> okay. with the first one because uh, I feel like it will help navigate the conversation better. You mentioned finding your purpose there. And I'm curious, what is your purpose now as opposed to what it was before and how has it changed? Well, that's a really great question. You know, and I love that you're asking this way because I think some people think that purpose is one thing and it just mm -hmm. stays with you and purpose evolves. Um, my purpose has always been to live in my truest, fullest expression, whatever that looks like. Um, and so that may change. And but the purpose of that never changes. Right. What is my extra my expression? What is the truth for me in this moment? And so I really try to look at that every single day. When I first started the business, it was around empowering women. It was around giving them simple ways to be healthy 
And as I've grown and as that foundation has gotten even more steady for me and for other people, when you have this foundation of healing food, mindset and movement in your life, it, you start to evolve. And so now I've evolved into this metaphysical um, realm where I really want to share with people how you with your mind and your thoughts can literally shift everything in your external reality. And it is a metaphysical game, but I've been practicing it on myself. I've been sharing with high level entrepreneurs watching us like skyrocket where people are like, how do you do that in short amount of time? And it's, it's really about the frequency you hold. So I always say your frequency is more powerful than your strategy. And that's where my purpose is right now. I mean, it's, I've got a lot of them, but that's what's frequently on my mind right now. I like that answer. Cause a friend of mine once told me, he's, he said, your purpose is not the destination. It is only part of the journey. It's this ever evolving thing. Like it never stops. And I noticed that for me and and what I've gone through and experienced in my life, even last year, when I went on a journey of self-discovery and asked myself the tough question of what do I really want? Who do I, who do I want to serve? Do I want to serve myself or do I want to serve other people? And I realized that my, my purpose and the reason why I do what I do with this is I want to impact people that don't know what their purpose is. They don't know what they're, what they're worth. And I want to sort of give them the tools necessary to say, hey, look, it's okay not to know right now, but ask yourself a tough question. It's okay to ask yourself that question. And like, I like how you mentioned the two-day thing because it, it may take two days, it may take a week, it may take a couple of months. It took me seven, eight months <laughs> to actually <laughs> really figure it out. But when you did, it was like this massive light bulb. I don't know if it was like, that for you, but it was like this light bulb went off finally, and you kind of felt like you're at this peace between and harmony between your brain and your heart, and it was like a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, thank you for sharing that. Um, my next question that I'm curious about: you mentioned the food. Uh, you, you eat healthy foods and this may be a, a fun question. I normally ask at the end, but I'm going to ask it now. What is the weirdest food combination you've ever tried? Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think. Um, we're going from, we're going from the, the real deep stuff to the more miracle uh, <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how many people, like I have a lot of team members from the Philippines and I have to say when I went to visit them, they were super excited to show me this dessert, which was like shaved ice with like cream and like different types of toppings. And they think it's like the best dessert, but I thought it was weird, like weird combinations of foods. And so I would say when I was in the Philippines, uh, I was like, wow, this is weird combination. But to them, it was like, this is normal. This is delicious. I think anytime I'm sure if I went to Australia, like Vegemite feels like the weirdest food ever (laughs) to, to an American. (laughs) So, I mean, anytime I'm traveling, I'm always like, that is so weird. So I I can't think of one because I'm always bumping against it, depending on where I'm traveling to. It's interesting because I actually grew up with a lot of Filipinos. Like some of my best friends are Filipinos. So I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And, And, um, the, the Vegemite thing, I'm a weird Australian because I hate Vegemite. I cannot. Oh man, I don't like it either. <laughs> so don't, so don't worry about that. I won't ever get you to try Vegemite again. Um, <laughs> but what are some of the foods that you have on like a, a staple basis that you would recommend, like the healthy foods that you recommend people have? 
Well, I'm glad you're asking this because I created a superfood company called Earth Echo Foods, and I'm so passionate about superfoods. And so there's obviously a whole host of healthy foods that we can be eating, fruits, vegetables, right? And those types of things. But for me, I like to go for the big guns. I really like to ensure I have like superfoods, superfoods on hand. And so something that I personally have every single day that's a superfood blend would be cacao, raw cacao, ideally ceremonial grade cacao, and turmeric. Those two are my favorite superfood combinations. And sometimes ginger as well, because ginger is really non-inflammatory as well. So I I will do, and I created a blend, which obviously I'm super passionate about, and I'm going to do a shameless plug for, which is called Cacao Bliss, which is this raw ceremonial gray cacao infused with um, seven superfoods because like MCT and lacuma, mesquite, all these superfoods that are actually really supercharging for the system and the immunity. And I'm telling you, I've noticed it obviously in our community, but for me, when I drink this in the afternoon, when I feel like a slump, like my energy, my brain pathways, because of the theobromine in it, I can think clearly, I can write really efficiently. I've I experimented with my kids when they're feeling down, they come home from school and they're like, they've had a crappy day, you like give them, you know, the cacao bliss hot chocolate, and they're like just back in their heart because of the nandamide in it. So I'm really passionate about obviously that combination, because I just don't know if there's anything more potent and more delicious. Cacao. I used to have that all the time. I don't even know why I stopped having it. Um, yeah. Interesting thing. So why specifically is cacao such a superfood? Is it just because of the brain power that it has or is there something more to it? Like is it clean? Yeah, there's, um, cacao is really unique. And now when we're talking this, this is obviously different than cocoa powder. This is raw ceremonial grade cacao, single sourced organic the thing about it that we're finding from scientist standpoint is that it has obviously more antioxidants than any most foods in the world. So that's already a huge bonus. But there's also these two chemicals that are super profound, anandamide being one. There's only two foods in the world that contain anandamide. And anandamide is that bliss molecule. It's like what you feel when you're making love and when you're in the most extreme joy. So it gets you back into your heart, which as we know scientifically as well, there's nothing's a higher frequency than love. So when you're in a love frequency, everything flows to you, right? Like you're in this like accelerated manifestation state. So cacao has that, which is phenomenal, right? And then obviously we all like chocolate, like you add just a little bit of honey to it and it's like so delicious, right? But it also contains theobromine, which is different than caffeine. Um, so that's where you get theobromine. It's been known to help with Alzheimer's, like literally flood your cells full of oxygen. So your brain is more turned on so you can focus, you can meditate longer, deeper. Like that's why I'm super fascinated by it because it's just like this accelerator into the thing, especially as an entrepreneur and a visionary and a dreamer and someone who wants to stay in their heart. I think it's like the most potent thing you can actually consume every day. And do you guys ship worldwide? Just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So where can we uh, get this stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to get you, um, a URL that would ship to Australia for sure. So I'll Please. put that so you can put it in the show notes. I have quite a few people that I know would actually love this stuff, including myself. So you, you mm -hmm. have a, a huge fan here. Uh, yeah. you've convinced me again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Perfect. We'll put it in the show notes. Then I'll just send you the, I'll send you the appropriate URL because I do know that you need a certain URL to actually ship to where you're at. Okay, we'll work all that out later, but I'm yeah. curious about going back to 
how this all started, how the NetMate came to be in this whole world. So can you share the, the story in, in long form? <laughs> in long form. Um, wow. I think every great story truly starts with, you know, a lot of the downfall. And truly, I have to say that the passing of my son was my muse. And I never would have thought that that total devastating time in my life, I would look back and be like, wow, I'm so grateful for because he's, I feel him energetically. I feel like he is my muse to fully show up and live. I I feel like I live pretty uninhibited. I just step in and I'm like, we're making all this up anyway. And I don't know when tomorrow is. So I feel like I love a little deeper. I love a little harder. And I, I try to play a little bit more full out. So I went through a really rough time, the passing of my son. And then I found myself going through this really difficult divorce. I don't know any good divorces, but it was a very difficult divorce. And I was just in this financial destitute. I had $47 to my name. I was just really, truly at my rock bottom and just dealing with like the passing of my son, all the things were just piled in one moment for me. And it was just in this moment of me going, I had a lot of angles of grit for me. I was like, I need to show up as the single mom to these two beautiful girls that didn't ask for this situation. And I also was thinking about all these other women around the world who I couldn't possibly be the only one, right? So that's where I was playing with foods to get me out of my brain fog, to get me out of my depression. I was moving my body. I was starting to really speak loving words to myself because I have an onslaught of negativity in my brain. And that's really where I was like, wow, this is, this is the medicinal juice. That's so simple that if everyone took a part of would really be catapulting their life. And I was watching it start to get me like some momentum. And it wasn't like it happened overnight, but with time, I was just starting to build confidence and feel better and, and show up better. And, and then I started using these metaphysical tools and started attracting business partners, started attracting this dream that was in my heart. Really, I had no money. I had no connections. I, I didn't even have like a following and nothing. And I really attribute it to me doing that deeper internal work to really shift that. And, you know, after that, once I started getting my legs underneath me, I really wanted to visit with indigenous tribes and I really wanted to learn indigenous ways. And it's something that's so profound in my heart. And I want to bring that and bridge that to our modern world. And that's where the superfoods and this deep love for all these ancient medicinal ways um, wanted to bring them back to this world that we live in today and, and remind people of sacred ceremony and remind people that food can heal and that our thoughts can heal. And, and that's where I'm at today. Mm, thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I wanted to ask you, and how did your son actually die? Was he born and alive or was he, Yeah, no. So I'm glad you asked because some people are like a little nervous to ask and I'm really happy to share because, you know, I think people can find their stories and other people's stories, just like you're what you're doing here. But, Mm. um, so for me, for me, my, I had always had complications even with my first daughter, I had complications. So he was always considered high risk. And I had this moment where I was sitting in the rocking chair, but at the time I was pregnant with my son, all the lights off were inside. Like I didn't have any lights on. I was turning off my intuition right and left. I was just, just kind of walking through life because there was a lot of things that I was embracing that weren't really my truth. And so I remember sitting in the rocking chair and I was trying, it was like, he was going to be born in like about a month, which they could have helped save him at the time. But you know, I'm just like trying to move him and get him to kick. And I was like, 
I was like, wow, I'm like, I had this like strong feeling like you need to go to the hospital. But I didn't, I was so good at turning off those voices that I really just got up and got busy. I went and did some dishes. I didn't listen to it. And then that night I started bleeding and I was at the hospital. Then I found myself having my son and they were like, he's passed on. And it was just like super fast, like super, super fast. Um, so I didn't actually get to like hang, be with him in this lifetime fully. Um, but you know, it was super real. I got to hold him. I got to, um, you know, birth him and have this whole body experience of having a baby and my body showing the signs of having a baby and no baby. It was really a surreal time for me. And it, it catapulted me into, I truly believe me waking up and, and really honing into what I believe and who I wanted to be. Wow. Um, I, I know people that have actually experienced that for themselves and what it's done to them. Uh, my mom, I, I believe she lost um, someone, she didn't birth him but or her, we don't know, but she ended up losing a child. But the amazing thing is in that, if she didn't lose that child, I wouldn't be here. Mm, so <laughs> it's, a, it's a surreal moment to think that when we lose something, there's always going to be a flower, so to speak, metaphorically speaking, that blooms after it. Like there's this always in our deepest, darkest moments, there's always something to learn, whether it's like losing someone super close to us and having that experience, there's always this beautiful moment not long after. Absolutely. So how long did it take you to get from, I've lost my son, then you went through a pretty bad divorce. Mm-hmm. How long after was that? Was it straight after or was it a couple of yeah, months? Yeah, I mean, everything was catapulting. I think everyone was coming into their truths and everyone was just in their devastation. Um, I think everything happened within around a year mark. Wow. Yeah, all within a year. It was like one thing after another. $47, single mom, losing it was just it was a interesting year. Again, <laughs> I can relate to things happening all in the space of one year because that happened to me last year, not as dramatic, but we ended up losing our dog of eleven years. We had to put her down. Then at the same time, the girl that I was dating for seven months just abruptly ended the relationship. And I had placed my whole identity stupidly in the relationship. So that just burst the living daylights out of me. And then at the same time, I had started a brand new job in real estate. Oh, wow. I had no idea what I was doing. I was abused mentally and emotionally for six, seven months. And it was like, at the end, I just had enough, you know. But... um. Yeah, I completely understand. <laughs> it, it, it's just one of those things, you know, like it, it I, I learned so much though through those experiences. Absolutely. It's the refiner's fire that molds us into the truest of our character within us that wants to be birthed. And you probably wouldn't be doing what you're doing today had all those things stayed in line. And also I think about people, for some people, that was my hardest year. It sounds like your hardest year was last year. For some people, this year is their hardest year. 
And if you're listening, it is this, you're hitting against what you would call your hardest year. Just know that out of chaos, this is Napoleon Hill's quote, comes equal or greater good. And I held on to that big time when I felt I was just in the washing machine of my life. I could not catch a break, couldn't catch my breath. I wondered if my life would ever matter, if it would, my dreams were going to come into fruition. And I just want to be that reminder. And I think you do too, that um, out of these chaotic times and out of these, what we would call our downfall, or these are tragedies or losses that beautiful, beautiful things come to pass. hundred mm, percent. I'm curious to that. What is your spiritual understanding of this world? Mm, in what regard? Do you have a sense of faith about you at all? Absolutely. I think I'm built on faith. I feel that it's exactly what um, drives me every single day. I feel so connected to a divine power. I feel that every single human is connected to a divine higher power. Um, whether, whether you want to call it one thing or another, sorry, I have something flying by me. <laughs> whether you want to call it um, God, source, universe, love, whatever you want to call it, there is this divine power and it directs me um, in all of my footsteps and all of my decisions. And I feel like I'm co-creating with it. Mm, I love that. Um, I'm curious how mindful health came about. Was that um, straight after the year long, the year process that you came up with this idea? Yep. 2012. um, The dream was in my heart. Um, I didn't have a name for it. I just, I remember I was looking for a business partner to run the marketing side of everything as I created all the content. And I remember he sat down with me. He's like, we got to create an LLC. What do we call it? (laughs) And I was like, I really feel that this is so much deeper than just health or fitness, you know, nutrition. This is really the holistic movement that we're creating. And it's very mindful. And Mm. so that's where we came up with mindful health. And what's been the most challenging thing running this business? Oh man. I mean, I would, if I'm going to talk to anybody about business business, I feel it's dealing with the employees. We have 70 plus full-time employees all around the world. I don't actually deal with anybody one-on-one, but I would say that it's harder with employees because when you are like a small team, like say three or four, like you're just like a ship that's super nimble and super quick and you go to your destination and then you start bringing on more people and you have different personalities and, and you're navigating um, the speed at which your like boat, which is like the catapult to the dream. And that to me, cause I'm a fast mover. I, I like, when I see something, I like going really fast. And now I have to be very mindful of a team and, and, and move out of me rowing all the time and, and being more the visionary and, and encouraging the rowing and keeping people on the straight path. And so that's probably the most challenging thing for me personally is navigating all the different personalities and the speed at which those personalities like to operate. <laughs> yeah. Managing people is very difficult. And I'm curious <laughs> about, you've got three businesses. And what do you do? How do you go about your day managing your time more efficiently? Mm, You know, I'm really uh, aware of this. Um, I know how fast I can work if I keep certain things in line. And what I mean by this, I was just talking with my new right hand, which I just hired. um, And she was asking me, so I'll just give this like advice, which I give to my high level coaching clients is, um, 
make sure your morning, and this is not new to anyone, but I would say if you've heard this, you're now hearing it from me, take a hold of this. Your morning is your sacred time. I have soul time in the morning. Now, some people don't like that term, but I'm telling you, it has catapulted my business and the ideas within the business and my relationships to the next level. So every morning I get up at sunrise, like I make sure that I'm watching that sun come up. There's a reminder. There's a, I call it the veil. It's like the veil is very thin during that time. And I ask, I ask my soul, what would you have me know? And I write it down and then I write whatever comes up. I have come up with million, million, million dollar ideas multiple times. I have question who to hire when it comes to high level, like leadership team, um, things within my relationship. It's fascinating when you are in that divine energy and that intention setting that you're going to connect with your higher power. So I do that every single day before I open anything in business, before anyone has access to me, before I do any social, before I give out any energy outside myself, I'm always pulling it in. That's first. Um, So I would say that is the number one thing you can do. And then two, it sounds so simple too, but make sure you're moving your body out in nature. Nature is the greatest teacher of abundance. Nature teaches you about working synergistically, working with the elements, working with change. Um, So get out in nature every day and just listen and hear and watch and witness and receive. Um, That's going to be huge to catapulting your business. I love how you mentioned get out into nature and then you watch the sunrise because mm-hmm. I have this um, mentality or philosophy, you could call it, that if I can beat the sun, no matter what comes my way during that day, I can beat it too because my, I'm setting myself up for something that is constant every single day. I can be constant as well. Like if I have that mindset, and I, I noticed that when I go out, in, in nature, I feel so grounded, so level-headed that I can think better. And I come up like, like what you said, you come up with million-dollar ideas. I come up with some ideas that I've never like even thought of before in my life. Like, I'm, I'm just like shocked. Yeah, totally. <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> um, There's this amazing thing that when we set ourselves up every single morning for these these habits, these daily rituals, then we can like create an abundance in our life. But we've got, we've got to make that choice in the first place. I, I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, you, if you're in a letter, level of leadership and you have your team set up, one other thing you can do, which I'm telling you, I've told it to high level CEOs and business owners is have one dedicated day to call a soul day, meaning no one can get a hold of you. You only do what inspires you during that full day. <laughs> you add that in a week, the rest of the days you're so much more efficient. Mm. I think I need one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Like last week, I'll just be real and honest with you. Like last week I was not myself at all. Um, I had brain fog. I had, I was super lethargic, super tired. And I was trying to figure out what's going on with me. So I went to see the doctor, did all the blood tests, still don't have the results. But the thing is, I might be going through a little bit of burnout, firstly. Secondly, adrenal fatigue. And I've just been going nonstop for the whole year on building this, this amazing thing that I haven't stopped. It's like every single day 
1 a.m. in the morning, getting up, email after email, trying to, you know, but I, I think I need, <laughs> I need that one or two days even just to have dive into my soul, dive into and re- revamp it. Yes, I cannot tell you. I can tell you right now, if you do, your health situation will um, resolve itself. People that struggle with sleeping, it resolves. So when you can get into a soul day and lift yourself up like an eagle eye, like an eagle eye view of life and the decisions and the movements, there you go. There's so much power in that, but you're only doing things that fill up your soul. You're taking care of yourself if you feel inspired to write, you do write, you only do what feels out of inspiration, not out of obligation. No one has access to you unless you want them to have access to you. And you really take that time to look like an eagle, like just put yourself in an eagle and just soar over your business, over your personal life, your health, and just nurture um, from that space. You will watch miracles happen for yourself. I love how you mentioned the eagle because I'm actually (laughs) writing a book at the moment called the path of an eagle Mm. and it's based on my life uh but one of my my life verse really there's two of them but the first one is from isaiah 40 verse 31 which talks about those who hope in the lord will renew their strength they will soar on the wings like eagles they will run and not grow weary they will walk and not be faint and Mm -hmm. i think that's a beautiful like reminder each and every time, like I have it on my, on my desk every day. But even when you're having those, those difficult moments, those down times, to just be like an eagle, mm-hmm. raise your wings, soar high above the rest. Because yep. when you look back or you look down, it's okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it always will be okay. Um, Absolutely. Danette, I'm, I'm really enjoying this conversation. A couple more questions for you, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, I don't mind. I, I want to value your time. Uh, what has been the worst piece of advice you've ever received from someone? Worst piece of advice? Oh, I don't know if I've received it or I've watched other people. Um a good one. That's a good question. You should have asked this earlier so I could really think <laughs> of the worst, like the truly the worst. But, you know, I feel like um, people Google or ask a lot of questions to other people a lot. And I'm like, man, I think we forget how intelligent we actually are and how connected we are to divine light that we come from infinite intelligence. And instead of outsourcing that and not recognizing this infinite intelligence within us, we could actually just ask ourselves. I feel like we're constantly asked to ask someone else, right? Ask someone else, Google it, whatever. Yes, there's a time and place for it. And yes, success leaves clues. And there's so many people that have walked these paths and you just can mimic it. But when you get really stuck, like really ask that higher power and that higher power within yourself. Mm, That's that's good advice. This one is one of my all-time favorite questions. So you've been able to reach the age of 100 and your friends have decided to put together a film for you of everything that you've ever said and everything you've ever done. Then ask me how in the world they got it all. We'll call it magic. But they've been able to get it and show it to you on your 100th birthday. What do you want that film to say and to show about your life? 
you talked about legacy earlier. Mm. <laughs> Man, I'm going to say something and I know it's only going to be a snippet of what will probably be able to be shared because I can't even, I know that my dreams, I feel that what's planned for me is even bigger than I can even fathom and come up with in my own mind. But I would hope that they would highlight this Danette gathering um, leaders, women leaders in particular around the globe, women of influence and who are heart centered and gathering them from all the corners of the globe for deep healing, deep healing that within themselves and deep healing of what we've done to each other over the lineages and time, and then coming together in a collaboration of what's new from that place of healing and trust. What can we create together? What can we, how can we influence the globe together? So I would, that would, to me would be a huge honor. And then obviously being able to really say that I've impacted a lot of souls to understand their value, to understand their worth, to understand that, that they are infinite intelligence and um, that they walked it and they felt it. So I think that's the ultimate of what I'd want to be expressed. That's beautiful. Who in your life has given you a renewed perspective recently? Hmm. I would say my life partner and my business partner, um, he's constantly learning and growing and developing himself through all these different realms, through reading and deep internal self-love work. And he'll come to me with things around the divine feminine and around <laughs> Bible, Old Testament, New Testament stuff that make me always up level and see things from a different perspective. Mm. And my final question for you is mm -hmm. what is your favorite film, your favorite actor and the last movie that you watched? Oh my gosh. I don't watch a lot of movies. So to be really real, I have a hard time sitting still. <laughs> um, I create like a non nonstop. So I have a hard time like sitting and receiving on a film, but I really loved the movie, the King and I, which was a newer movie. And I think it was, it embodied, I don't even know who the actors were, but it was really about a woman who went into out of, out of her culture into a new culture to really inspire the King and his, um, and his kingdom and through his children. And I, I think ultimately as a woman, I really hope to be that for many leaders around the globe. So I don't know. I don't have a favorite actor though. <laughs> Maybe Matthew McConaughey. I mean, he seems pretty down to earth and pretty cool and pretty aligned. Granted, I don't know him, so I'm not sure, but that's the perception I get. It's um, a dream of mine to actually sit down and have a conversation with a guy. Uh, yeah. I, think, I think we'd go deep. Like, yeah, I feel that too. <laughs> Very yeah. philosophical. I love it. Um, yeah. But Danette, thank you so much for your time today. Where can people find you and connect with you? Yeah, I think the first stop maybe would be either on website, if you still do website, <laughs> or go to social. I'm at DanetteMay.com on website, or social is just the Danette May on IG or Facebook. And I would love to connect with everybody and help you on your journey. Danette, thank you so much for your energy, your enthusiasm, for your kindness, everything that you're putting out there in the world. Thank you for coming on the Storybox podcast. Thank you for having me. 
really don't like this part because it means that sadly we have come to an end of yet another story. I just want to say thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening to our guest today. It is my prayer that you would have felt inspired, motivated, challenged in some way, and that you would have learned something new as well. If you would like to hear more amazing stories like this one, you can do so now by searching up the story box on all podcast platforms. It is that easy. And if you did get something from today's guest, please do share it around with your friend or family member who you feel could benefit from hearing today's story. And before you go, I greatly appreciate it if you could spend 30 seconds leaving a rating review over on Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way to reaching more people and building this community of the Storybox. Let's start changing lives through powerful stories like this one you heard today. Your support is always greatly appreciated. Until next time, when we dive back into the story box, I'm Jay Phantom, and don't forget, your story is worth more than you know. I'll catch you then. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.